Which teams in the NFL will be improved versus their 2021 win totals? We're going to go division by division. Which teams will have more wins? Which teams fewer wins than 2021 in 2022? Coming up on today's Peacock and Williamson. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson bring you expert NFL analysis every day in less than 30 minutes. Get an inside look into the NFL on the field and in the front office. With elite breakdowns, next-level analysis, and in-depth information only for the real NFL fans. This is Peacock and Williamson, and it starts now. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock and Matt Williamson with you at BD Peacock at Williamson NFL on Twitter. Thanks for making us your first listen here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNFL. So today's pod, Matt, we got uh, the, we got the idea to do this pod from a few different places. So uh, shout out to all the great fans out there. We had a Twitter Tuesday yesterday, and one of the questions was about uh, – good teams and bad teams in the NFL and you know, who are the high ceiling, low floor teams and got a question about which teams might, you know, end up picking number one in the draft. And uh, I know one of the the folks you like to read a lot, which is Bill Barnwell had an article recently and we were inspired by some of these things. So we're going to do this our way today. And we're actually just going to go division by division and kind of answer all of those questions at once and pick teams that will improve, have more wins versus last season and which teams might have fewer wins than they did last season. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think this is fun. As you mentioned, Bill is a very analytic background. He put five teams out yesterday on ESPN.com that he thought were going to win more games than they did last year, and then the opposite today. And I haven't read those yet, to be honest with you, uh, except for the Steelers. I did peruse that one a little bit. Um, But I thought, wow, great. Let's just do it ourselves, and we'll just go division by division. You know, who's one team in the NFC North that's going to win more games than last year? Who's one that's going to lose more? And, you know, maybe someone will tally it up and tell us how wrong we were after week 18 this year. (laughs) (laughs) That will happen. I'm sure I I could guarantee you someone's going to tally it up and let us know even before week one starts what we got wrong. Probably. probably. uh, I'm sure we'll hear about it. I I referenced Bill and one other tool I'm going to use here and there is Warren Sharp's. strength of schedule stuff. So a couple of the teams are at the bottom of the league in strength of schedule or at the top. I might reference to push, push me over the edge of, well, maybe they can get to that one extra win because they have a very favorable schedule. So. Right. It, so many games in the NFL are, are, are decided by less than three points and right. those things matter. So a team that might lose fewer games could actually, or lose more games could actually be a better team, but they just had worse luck. They had worse, schedule you know more difficult opponents and um those types of things so the nfl is uh it's a curious mistress sometimes with the way things end up in a, in a small sample size league of only 17 games who will be better who will be worse we're going to start in the nfc west because there's a story i want to segue into the west talking about these teams and it is pete carroll who was asked yesterday about his quarterback situation and most people from the outside looking in are, are looking at the seahawks like what the heck are you even doing right now but pete carroll doesn't see it that way. He basically said when asked about his quarterbacks, if there was an ongoing competition into the season, potentially like the the quarterback that starts week one between Geno Smith and Drew Locke, will they, will that quarterback maybe not even be the starting quarterback 
for the bulk of the games later in the season. And Pete Carroll said, quote, I really don't know that. Haven't really thought about it that way. He said, we weren't afforded, afforded the opportunity this time around talking about um, the, the the competition. I don't know what he meant by that, really. But he said, I can go ahead and just call it. But uh, I want to let the guys battle it out and show where they are and let us get as good as much good information as possible. And he basically went on to say, we might have two number ones. We'll see what happens. So he, the storyline out there was that we do have two number ones. He said we might have two number ones. And Matt, I would argue that they have two number twos. I think they have two number twos. And 95% of the time in NFL history, Steve Young versus Montana aside, when there's a controversy like this, it's because you have two number twos, not because you have two number ones. Number one quarterbacks, there aren't many of them walking the earth, and it's rare to have them both in the same city. And I'm quite certain that they don't both reside in Seattle at the moment. And it's funny because another team in the division might actually have two number ones in the San Francisco 49ers. So let's run down the division. The NFC West last year was the champion. Los Angeles Rams not only won the NFC West, they won the Super Bowl last year. The Arizona Cardinals, they had 12 wins. The Arizona Cardinals won 11 games. The 49ers were 10 and 7, and the Seahawks were 7 and 10. Now, if we're picking the Seahawks to be last in the division, they're already last in the division last year, but right. they did have Russell Wilson for some of those 17 games. So which team wins more? Which team wins fewer games in 2022 in the NFC West? I think most divisions I'll be less wishy-washy about than the one we started with. However, I'm really leaning towards less wins for three of these teams. <laughs> I thought you were going to say for all of them because I, I could buy that argument. I, I mean, San Fran was, was 10 and 7. I think that's about where they'll be. But if I have to pick one to win more, I'm going to pick your Niners. Um, I don't think Seattle really has any chance to get the seven wins again. I think there's a lot wrong with Arizona, and they're very fragile. I don't think they'll get to 11, and I don't know that they'll be a playoff team this year. And I don't have anything against the Rams, except getting to 12 is just a major accomplishment. And I got to think, you know, probability shows one of their stars might actually get hurt this year. I mean, they never lose any of those studs, and I'm knocking on wood. I'm not, you know, praying for it or anything. But if they lose Ramsey or Darnold or Cup or Stafford, I don't see how you get to 12. And I mentioned the uh, strength of schedule stuff. Only the Chiefs have a harder schedule than the Rams. So usually I'm not going to pick three in a division, and I feel a lot less confident of who's going to go over. But I think all three of those teams I would go under last year's win total. It's it's difficult. I think the Rams on paper have a worse roster too because they have the bit, same stars yeah. they had, but they lost some important pieces. They lost, you know, their their left tackle. They uh, they lost the defensive back. So then and they Fire added alert. some pieces as well, you know. But we'll see how that ends up turning out. But it's hard to 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 really believe that they're going to win more than twelve games. So that that's a difficult one that I'll stay away from. For the team that loses more games, it's easy to pick the Seahawks, and I think there's a potential for all these teams to 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 have a worse record. Mm -hmm. but the Cardinals with 11 wins, that's a lot of wins. And, uh, you know, even if they have a nice season of nine or 10 wins, and, and that's the total possibility for the Cardinals. I'm worried about them a little bit on defense. Uh, I got to pick yeah. the Arizona Cardinals for the team that's going to win fewer games, even though I believe the Seahawks might win fewer than seven games as well. Okay. Yeah. So we're pretty much on the same page. I mean, yeah, uh, some of these teams that win 12 or more are kind of easy targets, but every year a couple teams do, you know, I mean, so, uh, I mean, I'm not always going to take that road. 
and the tough I could see the Rams going and you know winning 14 games. That's certainly possible. The possibly. 49ers are the the 10 wins last year is exactly where they're at. Looking at the bet online uh, odds, they're they're right out a, a 10 win team this year. The ceiling is so much higher with Trey Lance, but there's going to be ups and downs. So how quickly does he arrive? But I guess you have to pick the 49ers, and and maybe the second team I pick would be the Seahawks. What if they surprise? What if they have enough? Wow. I mean, you know, Pete hasn't lost games like that. He's won a lot of games in this league. Yeah. Right. So could they be a team that just wins eight games and kind of surprises some people that they're even mediocre rather than just flat out bad? I don't like betting against potential Hall of Fame coaches or guys that have won a lot of games in this league. I agree. But give me the 49ers and give me the Cardinals for the team that's going to lose some more games. Okay. The Niners are the only one I think I could even consider to go over. You just have to pick the teams that you think are the best. I, the other team would be just go with the the Rams and, and you mm-hmm. know, they could win 12, 13, 14 games and, and you could totally see that. Second year with Matthew Stafford. You can make the argument that they would be better this year. Allen Robinson yeah. replacing goods and, and things like that. I mean, you basically have to go like five and one in this division, which I think is hard to pull off. And all of these teams are playing the AFC West, which is the best division right, in football. Right. And the NFC West is, you know, has been one of the better divisions, not quite as strong maybe as they were last year. But, you know, it's, it's going to be tough schedules for all these teams. Yep, yep. We got to move along, I guess, here. Let's buzz for these divisions. Yeah, NFC South. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 13-4 and four last year, won the South. The New Orleans Saints at 9-8. and eight. The Atlanta Falcons at 7-10. and 10. The Carolina Panthers at 5-12. and 12. For me, this is an easy one. After making the Baker Mayfield move, I'm a little bullish on the Panthers. They could be over five wins this year. So give me those Panthers. Yeah, I think this is maybe the easiest division. I 100% agree. Any of their offensive metrics, whether you just look at the basic stats or dig in deep, just show how crippling that offense was to this entire organization. And I'm not the biggest Mayfield fan in the world, but I think competent offense gets these guys to six-plus wins. And I think the Falcons are really easy to go under, too. I mean, they won seven games, but they allowed 146 more points than they scored. You know, like, all their wins were by a point or two, and then all their losses were blowouts. Like, I didn't think they were a seven-win team last year, and I don't think think they're going to be any better. Matt Ryan's gone. I do like the Saints to potentially go over if they have some better yeah, injury yeah. luck. But I, I could buy the argument that maybe they're not quite as good either because they they lost some pieces. Um, the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 13-win team, it's just easy to say regression to the mean. Tom sure. Brady just took a week off, kind of with some weird vibes there. They changed head coaches, even though it shouldn't be much of a different program there this year. I could buy that you would say, well, they're, they're it's just hard to win 13 games in the NFL. They're going to come okay. down a game or two, even if they do win the division. But the Falcons, it's almost hard to believe they won seven games last year. And and with the when you look at that roster, I just don't think they're going to keep up with teams, especially on defense, even if they, they score a little bit. I think they're a better fantasy football team than a real football team this year. Yeah, I mean, I think they might pick first in the draft. I don't think they're getting to over seven wins. Okay, next we'll get to the rest of the NFC, the NFC North, the NFC East, and AFC teams, which will win more, which teams will win fewer games than they did in 2021. As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your Small business fire on all cylinders. You want your small business to win more games than they did last year, right? You want to be improved. LinkedIn Jobs is here to help and make that easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job to the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. 
Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. And you know what it's like. There's 810 million people. I'm one of them. You're on LinkedIn. (laughs) It's really easy. uh, and, And that is the place to find work and the place to post your job listing. So LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. Thanks again, everybody, for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen every day. Make sure you check out the ultimate pro football preview August 31st is when it starts next week, an eight-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NFL season. The local team experts on the Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey NFL Insiders all combining into one Ultimate NFL Preview. Starting August 31st, search for Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. I just got word I'll be participating in that as well, so it should be quite the extravaganza. Good stuff. Nice. As the host yeah. of Locked On 49ers, I will also be showing I figured. To break down the NFC West. Uh, how about the NFC North, Matt? Green Bay Packers have run things for a while. 13 wins. You can you can just you can put that in in uh, in ink, right? 13 <laughs> wins again for the Green Bay Packers this year. I mean, LaFleur plus Rodgers equals 13 wins. I mean, it's a pretty sound in, you know, investment there. Um, I think this one interest I think this one's interesting, though. I would definitely go. Under 13 for Green Bay. I think the Vikings end up with a winning record where they were below 500 last year. Mm. But really the low-hanging fruit to me is Chicago and Detroit. Like, I don't think the Bears can be better than six. And I very much think the Lions will be better than three and a half. Remember, they tied the Steelers last year. Yeah, so three and a half is the number. The Lions have to win four games. I believe they can win four games this year. So I think that is the easy one to pick the over mm-hmm. with the Detroit Lions just because the number was so low and they're getting better every year. Now, I disagree with you with the Bears because six, I think six wins last year just by having a better coaching staff and Justin Fields in their second year, I think they can duplicate that. So I'm not as Mm -hmm. confident that the Bears are just going to be completely in the tank, even though you don't love the roster. I don't think it's going to be so much worse. Allen Robinson wasn't even a factor last year. It was hurt a lot. So losing him doesn't hurt that much. Roquan Smith is coming back, which is a which is good news there. Um, You know, obviously no Khalil Mack or anything like that. So they could be worse, but uh, I'm I'm going to go with the Packers as well. Losing Devontae Adams, just 13 wins is so difficult to do every year. And, you know, maybe Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers are going to have to sneak into the playoffs with 12 wins this year. Yeah, I just think they're going to have to play a little different style. I adore their defense. I think they'll run the ball a little more, play a little slower tempo and a little bit closer scoring games, manage the games a little more. And you're right. The Vikings eight and nine. That's just who they are. So they might be nine and eight. But <laughs> right, right, right. Those two. So I'm not confident either way with them losing a lot more, or winning a lot more games. Yep, I hear you there. NFC East. Dallas Cowboys won the thing with 12 wins. The Philadelphia Eagles nine and eight snuck into the playoffs. The uh, Washington Commanders were seven and ten, and the New York Giants were four and thirteen. Who wins more? Who wins less, Matt? Cowboys, I don't think, get to 12 again. I mean, to me, they're noticeably worse on paper, and this offseason wasn't real kind to them. Now we've got receiver injuries on top of that, and they're counting on Tyron Smith and Zach Martin and some of those guys that are up in age that have had some injuries to stay healthy. 
So I'm pretty confident on the under on Dallas. Uh, I reference yeah, like Matt Go ahead. with with the Dallas Cowboys. Um, and th- maybe this is what you're about to say. Talking about the the luck with the Dallas Cowboys last year and and the takeaways they had. exactly. It's hard to count on. So yeah, that's just just regression to the mean. A little less luck. I think the roster is worse. I think they'll be a good team. I think they could still absolutely win the division. Twelve games is tough though. So I'm going to go under with the Cowboys as well. Okay. Um, I referenced Warren's strength of schedule. The Giants have the easiest schedule in all the land. I still can't pick them though. But the Eagles have the second easiest schedule in all the land. I think they get the double digit wins. Okay, yeah, we're seeing eye to eye on this okay, one. Yeah. The Eagles, because I just don't think that the Giants are a good enough team for me no. to confidently say more than four wins. Even though four is a pretty low number, and if I had to pick, I would pick over four than under four. Um, and the Washington Commanders, I just don't know what to feel about them. And, and I would like to say over on them, but I just think nine and eight, the Philadelphia Eagles, they, they've got too much talent across the board, and mm-hmm. I would pick the over on them. Yeah, I think they're closer to a true contender than they are a five hundred type team. Totally agree there. Okay, that was a that was an easier division, and that is the end of the NFC. Let's get started here on the AFC with the AFC West, the best division talent wise, top to bottom in the NFL. They had two playoff teams. It was the Chiefs at twelve and five, and the Las Vegas Raiders at ten and seven. Then the Los Angeles Chargers at nine and eight did not make the playoffs. The Denver Broncos at seven and ten added a superstar quarterback in Russell Wilson. So probably last time I referenced strength of schedule, well, maybe not. Uh, The Chiefs have the hardest schedule in the league. The Raiders have the third hardest schedule in the league. And as you mentioned, West plays West. So I would probably lean towards unders in both Western divisions, just kind of across the board because of who they have to play. I'm not betting against Mahomes and Reed, though. So I'm going to bet against the Raiders to get to 10. I mean, they're another one. They had a minus 65 point differential and won 10 out of 17 games last year. That that is wild. You look at, uh, and I'm just looking at the ESPN standings from last year, and they have the the teams that were in plus differential in green and the teams that are in negative differential in red uh, with the records. And the, the Raiders look so odd because they're at the top and they're a 10 win team with the big red number of minus 65 in the differential. Every other team in the, in the division, even the seven to 10 Broncos still had a plus 13 <laughs> right, right. differential for the season. The Raiders were minus 65. That's like, um, I, I'm trying to find a team. So it's amazing. The yeah. Steelers I, are close. Cause they're also minus 55 and they won nine and a half games, but that stuff's rare. Super rare, Ruth, super yeah. rare. So they were going to come back anyway. Devontae Adams, is he enough to really make that offense into a powerhouse? I'm worried about uh, some of the, the back seven on the defense. I like what's going on with the pass rushers they've got in Las Vegas, but everybody else got better in the division, and that's the scary part. So I think you just have to go with the Raiders being the team that wins fewer games. Yeah, I just think negative point differential last year coupled with brutal schedule probably equals single-digit wins. So who wins more games? The the Chiefs, it's tough. The the strength of schedule, they're a good team. They lost the Tyreek Hill. They're gonna be right there, but you know, is it eleven? Is it thirteen? I don't know. I, I wouldn't bet on that one. Uh really it comes down to the Broncos and the Chargers for teams. And I think these are both good bets of teams that you could go with. They win more games in twenty twenty two. I agree. I would go over for both. Again, they're playing the West, they're gonna have a tough competition, but they're both noticeably improved. 
I think the, I think Herbert's a total superstar, so I'm going to lean Chargers over Broncos. But Broncos only have to get to eight and nine for you to win this bet, where the Chargers have to get to ten. That's a coin flip for me on which one I would take for the over, but I think I'll go with the Chargers. I'm going to go Chargers too because with the Broncos, not only do they have a new quarterback, they have a first time head coach, and remember the team that Russell Wilson played for last year also had seven wins. Now he was hurt for a lot of the season too. Um, and that might have factored in and things were, were a little weird, but I'm gonna go chargers. I just believe okay. in Herbert and I think Brandon Staley is gonna have a bounce back here. I think all those, you know, I was talking about luck. I think some of those fourth downs are, are they're going to make them right. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and they're going to be better at defending the run. They're already really good at defending and throwing the football. So passing game wins in the NFL. Let's go chargers. I don't love first-year coach in Denver. I don't love second-year coach in L.A. either. But I think, you know, been around the league for a whole year as a head guy, you learned a thing or two for the Chargers. Coming up next, AFC South, AFC North, AFC East. Which teams win more games? Which team lose more games than they did last year in those divisions? And you can bet on win totals at betonline.net, the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news on every league, including NFL, tons of NFL futures, Major League Baseball, NHL, combat sports, eSports, even golf. They announced a third golf league that's coming in 2020. It's going to be uh, an an unlimited amount of golf to bet on soon at bet online which continues to be the top online resource for all your sports not just wagering but information about those wagers as well live in-game betting scores news and more they have you covered so get over to bet online today use your desktop or mobile device to learn more about the trends in action at bet online where the game starts moving on to the afc north Matt, this is the division, or no, let's start with let's sorry, south. We're, yeah, going yeah. South. we're going south first. This is uh the Tennessee Titans, who were the one seed in the AFC. This seems like one of the easier ones for me at 12 and 5. Can the can the Tennessee Titans repeat as the one seed in a really difficult AFC landscape? The Indianapolis Colts, they were the only team that made the playoffs in the South last year. The Colts at nine and eight have Matt Ryan now at quarterback. The Houston Texans have gotten rid and gotten under from under the cloud of Deshaun Watson. They were a four and 13 team last year, found a capable starting quarterback in Davis Mills and the Jacksonville Jaguars at three and 14 found a capable professional head coach now. And with Trevor Lawrence going into his second season, I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are the easy team to say, yes, they are for sure going to win more than three games this year. This has to be the easiest division for this. I mean, because they have not only they have the number one seed in the AFC, as you mentioned, but they had the team that picked first and was the worst record. So they're almost guaranteed to both kind of drift towards the mean a little bit. And plus all the reasons you mentioned about just ridding yourself of the awful situation in Jacksonville. I think they win six, seven, maybe even eight games in Jacksonville. I can't imagine imagine a situation where Tennessee wins 13. I, I mean, I really think that they are going backwards right now as an organization, especially on offense, really the offense. So I think th- these ones are real easy. If they were in another division, I might take the over on Colts. I think they can get 10 without a whole lot of problems. I would buy the over on all those teams, the the Colts, the Texans, and the Jaguars. Uh, the Tennessee Titans could absolutely win the division again. Just, uh, you know, I don't think they're going to be one seed. And I don't think they were necessarily mm-hmm. one seed stuff last year. Right. Either. So, you know, 
10, 10 wins for the Titans, uh, nine wins maybe. You know, I think they're an over and above 500 team, certainly. And the Colts, I think, are going to be better than they were last year, but you, you can't pick them over the Jaguars. And I would definitely not pick the Colts, Texans, or Jaguars to lose more games than they did last year. I would not either. Uh, I guess I would take the over if I had to take one of the things with Houston, but they may win four again and, and be a better team, but still right. only win four, you know. The uh, the the old a year away from being a year away team. Yeah, yeah, possibly one big offseason could go a long way for them. The AFC North. This is the team you. Uh, this is the division you cover closest. You are, in, in fact, those who watch the show might recognize that this week Matt Williamson is back at his home studio and not at uh, his <laughs> hotel room, his dorm room in Latrobe, PA, at Steelers training camp. So. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, this is this. These teams were all so tight last year. Only one team had a plus yeah. point differential last year, by the way, and it was the Bengals who went to the Super Bowl. But they they were ten and seven during the regular season, so they didn't like boat race uh, folks on the way to that uh, that Super Bowl run. Ten and seven for the Bengals who won the division. Nine and seven for the Pittsburgh Steelers who had a minus fifty five point differential on the year. Nine seven and one, so nine and a half wins is what we're talking about for the Steelers. Eight and nine for the both the Browns and the Ravens. The Ravens had all-time injury luck, so is that right. just too easy to pick the Ravens over eight? I think so. Um, I would go under on Steelers, but I feel stronger about under on Browns, which is also kind of cheating because they're not going to have their quarterback for the first 11 games. And I think over on Baltimore is an easy one as well. I mean, historically injured, as you mentioned. They lost their last six to finish out the season, that's just not Ravens football, Harbaugh football, Lamar football. Um, I wish I felt better about Ronnie Stanley with them, but I think they're a winning organization. How about this? Of last place teams in the NFL last year, the Baltimore Ravens had, I take that back, had the second best point differential. We talked about how the, uh, the, Denver? the, the Denver Broncos had a plus 13. Actually, I take that back. All the teams in the West had a, plus point differential the Seahawks were plus 29 last year at seven and ten that's so. a little surprising yeah. that's wild uh the the Baltimore Ravens were only minus five so you know for all intents and purposes they're they're pretty that's about as close as you can get to a 500 team eight and nine they were five points under on the differential for the season um and they just had ridiculous injury luck uh you got to go over with the Ravens the under here is somewhat difficult because I like all of these teams mm -hmm. and Steelers didn't get great quarterback play from Ben Roethlisberger and they're no. so well coached. So the Steelers, even the under it, I don't feel that good about, but I just, I think you do have to go with the Steelers under nine and a half because they can still win nine games. I mean, Tomlin's gone 15 years in a row without having a losing record. There's something to be said for that, mm -hmm. but they have to get to 10 to win your bet if you go over. So that's why I said under, but I was real happy the Browns were in this division because of the Watson thing. I think they're unlikely to get to eight, although they could finish the season strong and tough out some early wins against bad opponents. I was desperately avoiding the Bengals because I think 10 and seven is like dead on for them. Yeah, I, I like that for them as well. I, I, I could see over for the Bengals, and, and I think they're going to be a really good team as long mm -hmm. as Joe Burrow's healthy. They're going to win games and they got better. I, I think they did get better. They got better up front yeah. on offense and they got better on defense. Yep. Um, the the Cleveland Browns though at eight and nine, I, they didn't have Deshaun Watson last year either, right? No, they that's had, true. They had a broken Baker Mayfield, um, and that they, they had some infighting. You know, so 
I don't know that the vibe is even that much worse, even though I don't like the vibe for the, the Browns. And that's sort of the thing where you'd say there's a cloud over the organization and they could fall apart this year. But they still have talent on both sides of the ball. So uh, I, I don't feel comfortable saying the Browns are going to lose more games than they did last year, even so with you, So are you over the Ravens? And under the Steelers, I didn't hear a distinct under from the Yes, Steelers. yeah, yeah. I got to go okay. under Steelers at nine and a half and over Ravens at eight wins. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not an easy division, though. It's a good division. I, I, you could you could talk me into any of those teams winning the division, even with the even with the Pittsburgh Steelers mm-hmm. and, and changing quarterbacks. Uh Buffalo Bills, eleven and six, won the East. 10 and 7 were the New England Patriots, 9 and 8 for the Dolphins, and the New York Jets were a lowly 4 and 13 last year, Matt. They've already got questions now with their quarterback coming into the season. Will young Zach Wilson be better than he was last year? And will he even be healthy for week one to start the season? I love what's going on with the rest of the roster. Tons of high end talent yeah. that they brought in there. So I would have easily gone over. If you did this a couple weeks ago with the Jets, but I'm a little bit worried with the quarterback position coming into the year. I'm very worried about it because he hasn't been good when he's healthy. Now he's not healthy. And I, you know, I think you can make the argument, not that I'm a Joe Flacco believer. Maybe they have a better chance to win a game or two with Flacco than Wilson to start the season. I was going mean, to say the same yeah. thing. So honestly, if Wilson's <laughs> out for a couple of weeks, sits back, watches, gets 100%. And they're okay with Joe Flacco, professional starting quarterback there to to hold down the fort for a couple of weeks and then 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 uh, trans, transition back into Zach Wilson. I, I could see that. I mean, I still, I guess, got to go over with the New York Jets. But even with 11 wins, I kind of feel like I want to go over with the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm struggling with this division. I'm buying my time because I'm keep looking at it. And um, maybe they, quote, don't rush Wilson back if things go well early in the season. I can step one more week. We're going to make sure you're healthy. <laughs> I guess I'd go over with the Jets because they're better than a 3-14 and 14 team. I mean, that's the only way you lose. I, I think that they have some uh, some things in their favor, and it's a much better roster. Like, I love Elijah Moore, and I love Sauce Gardner. And, you know, so they're better, and I think they have a professional coach as well. Um, I thought about the Bills, but betting on any team to get to 12 is pretty tough, but you throw Von Miller in the mix and, you know, they're going to be really good. Here's what my problem, though, is I'm going to go under on the Patriots, but boy, betting against Belichick, I mean, they'll win 10 games again and get in the playoffs and I'll eat my words. And, you know, like they had a plus 159 point differential last year. And I didn't think they were particularly good last year. And I don't think their roster is particularly good now, but that guy right. knows how to win games. It's it's crazy to bet against Bill Belichick, but I'm yeah. going to do it, Matt. The, okay. the, this is the year they're going to fall apart. Well, I don't know what's going on with their offensive coaching philosophy, and I'm sure Bill Belichick's going to prove me wrong, and they're going to go win 12 games and win the division and shock everybody. But the New England Patriots, this is the year. Sub-500 team, fewer than 10 wins. And you're even going sub-500. Oh yeah, they're, not they're even gonna, nine and eight. There's going to be big. There's going to be big questions after this year. So mm-hmm. much of me thinks that's coming, where we might see the Patriots pick like eighth overall in the draft. Like, oh my gosh, you know, and, and maybe even the same is true for Steelers and Seattle and some of these teams that have been super, you know, successful of this era. But boy, betting against those coaches is bad business. But man, I don't think the Patriots have very many good players. And Dolphins, I have no idea. They could go either. I have no idea. I just didn't even yeah. bring them up. To, yeah, no idea. Nine and eight, probably nine and eight again is, is where I would put that line. Mm-hmm. So that's a good one. Anyway, all right. Those are the teams that are going to win and lose 
more games than they did last season. Thanks, everybody, for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure you're getting ready for your fantasy drafts with Locked On Fantasy Football and Locked On Dynasty Football. Matt and I back tomorrow right here, Peacock and Williamson.